Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اجتنبوا كثيرا من الذن ان بعد الذن اثم ولا تجسسوا ولا يغضب بعضكم بعدا ايحب احدكم ان ياكل لحم اخيه ميتا فكرهتموه واتقوا الله ان الله تواب رحيم صدق الله العظيم Uh, in today's talk, inshallah, I will talk about a subject which is related to the ayah, ayah that I just recited, which is from Surah Al-Hajarat, where Allah Azza wa mentioned some of the very basic rules that Allah has obliged us to follow. And uh, these rules are very relevant to our today's life as well. The ayah that I recited, the meaning of the ayah is, as I have mentioned in the past as well, that whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts an ayah with these words, Ya أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ amanu, O you who believe, it means that uh, the, 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 uh, the words or ayah that will be followed by that, contains some ahkam for us, some awamir wa nawahi. Awamir wa nawahi means that some of the commands to do or the things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to stay away from those acts. So in this ayah, Allah is referring to some of the things which we are commanded to stay away from. And of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end, connecting those <coughs> nawahi or the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to stay away from is connecting to the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, Ya ayyuhaladheena amanu, ijtanibu kathiran minadhan. That uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that avoid suspicion. Inna ba'da dhinna ithm. That some of the dhan, some of the suspicion that you make is a sin. وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا And do not spy. Do not spy on each other. وَلَا يَغْضَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْدَ And do not backbite one another. أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ That would you like to... Eat, that you would, would you like to eat 
the meat of your dead brother. And you will dislike it. And fear Allah Azza wa Jal. Inna Allaha Tawwabur Rahim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most compassionate and most merciful. The reason I started off today's khutbah with this subject, and I will not go into every command which is mentioned in this ayah, there's one specific one I really want to, uh, inshallah, focus on. Which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا that do not spy on each other. And the reason that thing came up, because last week, most of, especially the, the media, or the people who are worried about the Muslims, they were extensively discussing the issue of one of the apps, which was, I think pro-Muslim, who sold their data or gave the data, don't know which way, whatever it was, they shared the data of the Muslims to different agencies who spy on the people. So we are talking about the data of the Muslims, the personal information about the Muslims was given out or handed over to spying agencies. Now, many of the Muslims Right away, they start deleting the apps, and they went on social media, and they start talking about this issue, that this is something wrong, that this is an invasion of privacy, and all those things. One thing that I was a bit sad not to see in those messages, was instead of just talking about, somebody has taken my privacy, my freedom has been abducted, Instead of talking about all those things, I was, I failed to see that people will be discussing that this is haram from the perspective of Islam. It is an haram act to spy on each other or provide the information of your brothers and sisters for that kind of an act. So they will be spied on. It's not only that spying is haram, is also to aid for spying is also haram. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَتَقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that assist, do the ta'awun, help each other for the birr and taqwa, for righteousness and piety and do not help each other for the sin and transgression. What could be a bigger sin than transgression to, to, to break the law that Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned, the commands Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, the nawahi where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said not to do, and we go ahead and do those things. So yes, whatever the pro-Muslim did in this, in this case, it is haram. It's not the issue of only my freedom has been taken away. Because sometimes we get stuck with this idea of freedom, that has defined outside of Islam and mentioned to us that this is the freedom that has been provided to us and if somebody takes away the freedom then this is something wrong or illegal or criminal we don't look at the things from that perspective as a Muslim we look at the things from the perspective of what is halal and what is haram if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا 
That should be sufficient for me to stay away from it. Not because of some freedom ideas have been given, which actually only means, to be very clear, and sometimes people don't realize, what does freedom mean? When this whole idea of freedom from the secularism was brought in, was a struggle that was going on between the thinkers and the scientists and the religious people of Christianity happening in the West, they came up with this idea of a solution where they secularize, where they say, okay, the religion or the, 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 the Christians, uh, the priests and stuff, they have their limitation. They stay within their, their spirituality part of the, of the life affairs. When it comes to political affairs, man will decide what is right and what is wrong. This is what means by the secularism. This is what means by the middle solution they came up with. So what is really what we mentioned here? The freedom here is to free yourself from the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now Allah has nothing to do with your life affairs. That's what secularism, secularism provided. Now today, if we, that's what we, that, that hurts us, there's a problem with us as a Muslim. If somebody comes and invades our privacy, we should worry about it because somebody has broken the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not the broken the law of secularism. That's what we should worry about. And that can be seen in the life of Umar bin Khattar radiallahu anhu. I'm going to give an example. So it will clarify some ideas. This idea of not going into the private affairs of the people is not limited to the individuals. It applies to the state as well in Islam. Umar bin Khattar radiallahu anhu, one of the prominent khulafa of Islam, from Khulafai Rashidin we call them, the rightly guided Khalifa. Once he was on his usual night patrol, and we have heard about this many times about his night patrolling, and that's part of the justice the Umar bin Khattab was looking for to apply over the people and make sure that Umar was doing his job actually. To know the reality of his subject that he was ruling over. He wanted to get the first hand information. This is why he used to patrol during the night times. So one night he was patrolling on his this regular patrols. And he heard a guy singing. So now what did Omar do? He got curious. He got curious. So he climbed up the wall of the house of the person who was singing. And he saw the man was drinking. That was his curiosity. Because, you know, when you, <clears throat> when you hear somebody singing in a manner that you can, you can kind of get an idea this is a drunkard person. So he climbed over the wall. He sees, he saw a man who was drunk. And not only there was, the khamar was involved, he saw a woman also there. And then, Omar's response was, <coughs> you think that, you can hide from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now right away, this guy, he actually said to Umar, Oh Umar, don't be haste. Don't hurry up to make a judgment about me right now. Because, he said, I may have broken one, one law. I have may, broken, I may have committed one haram or sin. He said, you have done three sins right now. 
You have committed three haram here. What were the three ones? He said that you, you know that it is not allowed in Islam to enter from uh, other than the door, front door of the house. And you climbed over the wall. Second law that you broke was you entered my privacy without taking the permission. You did not enter into my house or you enter into my house without the permission. And, and the third law that he broke Actually, I forgot the third one. So the third one is actually, which is connected to the khutbah. That you have done the tajassus. You are spying on me. You spied on me. So Umar realized that he has broken three laws. And that guy broke one. So right away, Umar realized and he backed out about his actions. So the point here is, it is not allowed in Islam to spy on each other on an individual level and on a state level. And there are many ahadith and ayat on this subject. <coughs> Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا تقاطعوا ولا تدابروا ولا تباغضوا ولا تحاسدوا وكونوا عباد الله إخوانا ولا يحل لمسلم أن يهجر أخاه فوق ثلاث This hadith is reported in Jamia Tirmidhi and reported by Anas bin Malik radiyallahu anhu Rasulullah sallam said do not cut off one another do not desert one another meaning handing over your own brother to somebody else to protect yourself nor hate one another not envy one another. Be you all worshippers of Allah. Brother, it is not lawful for the Muslims to shun his brother for more than three days. Shunning their brother means you connect, disconnect yourself from your brother. A Muslim, not necessarily any, we are talking about your blood brother. It could be any Muslim brother. Do not cut off your relationships with, from each other. More for more than three days. So that is a command from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Allah subhanahu wa taala about this. Sometimes, unfortunately, we tend to think by doing these actions, we are looking for a greater good by unfortunately spying on each other or giving the information of your Muslim brothers and sisters into wrong hands, like we talked about the pro-Muslim app that I was discussing in the beginning. It is not the issue of only invasion of private, the invasion of privacy per se, or taking my freedom away. As a Muslim, we look at from the perspective of halal and haram. And this is an haram act for a Muslim to spy on each other. Sometimes shaitan try to make our deeds which are by crossing the boundary of Allah Azza wa Jal as good deeds sometimes. And this is one of the tactics the shaitan always tries. And there are many ayat on this subject. 
I just want to name the few and inshallah wrap up the khutbah since we have to finish this in time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the shaitan, وَإِذَا زَيَّنَ لَهُمُ الشَّيْطَانَ عَمَالَهُمْ وَقَالَ لَا غَالِبْ لَكُمْ الْيَوْمَ مِنَ النَّاسِ وَإِنِّي جَارٌ لَكُمْ فَلَمَّا تَرَاتِنُ فِتْئَتَانِ نَكَسَ عَلَيْهِ عَقِبَيْهِ وَقَالَ إِنِّي بَرِيُّ مِنْكُمْ إِنِّي أَرَى مَا لَا تَرَوْنَا إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ شَرِيدُ الْعِقَابِ And remember when shaitan made their evil deeds seem fair to them, look good to them, زَيَّنَ لَهُمْ He made them beautify them. And he goes on, No one of mankind can overcome you this day. Talking about the غَزْبَةُ بَدَرْ And verily, I am your friend, I am your helper against your envy. But when the two forces came in sight of each other, he ran away and he said, I have nothing to do with you. Verily, I see what you do not see. Verily, I fear Allah. Shaitan is saying, I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have nothing to do with bad deeds that you are doing now. He can put you into deception like this, make you feel that what your bad deeds are good deeds, get involved into that, get involved into tajassus, get involved into spying on each other, give this information to everybody else, so now you, you may protect yourself from bigger evil. See, what we have done here is, not to, I'm not talking about privacy and freedom only, I'm talking about Allah has made it haram. And this is what we should worry about. We should worry about, we have to answer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about when shaitan actually disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm talking about when he disobeyed by not bowing down to, uh, to, to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah commanded him. He said, قَالَ فَبِمَا أَغَوَيْتَنِي لَأَقُدَنَّ لَهُمْ صُلَاتِ الْمُسْتَقِينَ The way, O oh Allah, you misguided me. I am going to sit in their path of the human being. ثُمَّ لَاتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَنَعِمَانِهِمْ 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 And he goes on like this, that I will, I will come from the behind, from the front, from the right, from the left. And you will not, Allah, find them as shakirin, the grateful ones to you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قَالَ مِنْهَا مَدْحُورًا لَمَنْ تَبْعَكَ مِنْهُمْ لَا أَمْلَعَنَّ Get out of the Jannah. The disgrace and the expelled one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised him. Shaitan promised that he will misguide the people. Allah promised Shaitan here. That he will fill the Jannah with you and the one who will follow you. The one who will do the tajassus. The one who will follow, who will break the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who spy on each other are one of those people who are being the one who are not grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because they are following the ways of shaitan. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.